This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about my undying love for Lamborghinis and how reaching those heights of wealth is exactly what you need to allow yourself to do in order to step forward on your spiritual path. Doesn't make sense? That's okay. We'll explain it. We got you. No, babe, I wanted a Ferrari. I don't really care. It's just got to be expensive, honestly. Damn it. Hi. I'm Sian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to alchemize your life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. Every time I I get deeper into like spiritual training um, or even just like a single session of breath work, it always astounds me like what comes out of it, you know, Um, we've we've spent like the last few years here during the uh, great world event, which shall not be named. Um, traveling around the world free of all tethers, having like basically the adventure of our lives. And, you know, following every heart's desire. And yet, it's still possible to be ignoring something thinking, oh, yeah, I'm following my heart's desires, I'm following my spirit, and then there's, like, something new comes up, which totally changes everything. Well, the heart's desire gets to change, right? It's not this, like, static attachment-based thing. Sometimes it shifts. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 it shifts it, like, in really, really strange ways. Um, you know, back in, uh, when was it, August, there was, like, this wild shift you know we'd been traveling around for like a year and a half yeah at this point we had both you know you guys know the story we'd both sold everything that we owned we'd moved cross country so we had done a road trip from winnipeg to uh north vancouver so we drove across the country during the event that shall not be named then we got the hit to move to mexico so we Packed up, sold a bunch of our stuff, moved to Mexico earlier than anticipated, spent some time bumping around in Mexico from Tulum to um, Playa del Carmen and a few different places in between. Oaxaca. Yeah. And then we uh, we took a road trip again. Yeah. Uh, as a group, like group retreat on the road um, from, uh, from Tulum to Oaxaca. So that was road trip number two. And uh, at the, in that time, we also flew down to Peru. We spent three weeks in Peru. Oh, yeah. And we did Guata- Guatemala as well. <laughs> Guatemala, we yeah. did once we were in Costa Rica. Then we yeah, flew to yeah. Costa Rica with a dog, with Aurora, our, our from other. From Peru. From Peru. Yeah. yeah. 
And then we spent some time in Costa Rica in a few different places. You know, we were up in the mountains for a while. We were down by Dominical for a while. And then we finally settled in San Jose. Escazú. In Escazú, San Jose. So quite, quite the journey. And if your mind is dizzying yet, that's kind of the point. I mean, doing that when you have nothing but two backpacks, pretty easy. Doing that when you're running like a, a pretty high level esoteric school or coaching brands as we were at the time with like a decent amount of tech and, and a dog and a dog Six and suitcases. Seis maleta. There's my Spanish <laughs> for the day. Yeah. Um, you know, the more stuff you have, the more stressful it becomes because we weren't really planning on like, you know, bouncing around all the time. We were no, planning we were on not. like, you know, settling somewhere for six months to a year and then moving, not being all over. The, like it, that was 18 months of our journey and we were in five different places. So with two road trips. So it got a little intense. And what was interesting is while we were in Costa Rica, while we were in the rainforest next to the water in the Dominical area, all of a sudden the heart's desires started asking for something different. Yeah, yeah. So we're at this retreat and... um I'm hitting a major level up at this retreat. So I'm like energetically wiped. And uh, I remember really clearly like feeling this just sense of like just being exhausted and not really knowing like, well, you know, everything's really fine as far as I'm concerned. Like we're, we're following our heart's desires. There's no reason for anything to be wrong. Like why am I so like burnt out. Um, and then it was a, a breathwork session by my, my friend, uh, Rania Sebastian that, um, really kind of like illuminated the experience for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm in, I'm in breathwork and, um, I, it, it was so weird. I just kept seeing myself playing video games, playing PlayStation. Yeah, it was a really interesting experience. I mean, he hasn't talked about PlayStation or video games. Years. <laughs> like our entire relationship yeah. other than to talk about, oh, that time when he used to play video games. And all of a sudden he does this breath work. We're in this like, you know, 10 day super immersive retreat. And halfway through, he's just like, all he can talk about is video games. It was really quite bizarre. Yeah, it, it was really bizarre. And, and like, I'm just like, okay, well... Maybe I want to play video games again. That's really strange because like if, if I'll have to like tell you like so I never like quote quit playing video games. What actually happened is um, I had done enough of a dopamine fast and enough spiritual work that like the excitement and the dopamine hits that people get from playing video games stopped happening to me so like I totally kept playing video games well into my spiritual um, awakening and then eventually I just stopped because they stopped being interesting and so you know years later after like years of not playing them for during a breathwork session and years of additional spiritual ascension too, yeah yeah it's right? not like I stopped right like mm -hmm. so now I'm in at this new level and I just just hit like a, a new limit and, and broke through it and now I'm like wiped and now I'm doing breathwork and it feels like my spirit's telling me to play video games again and I'm like what in the actual fuck <laughs> hey it was you that swore this time you swore first yeah you owe me some flowers <laughs> so i'm like okay 
maybe I just need to try it out. Like, I, it feels kind of weird because I don't think I'm going to get anything out of it. But it was very clear. And once I talked to Sophie here about it, and, and you know, like, the more I talked about it, I was like, yeah, you know, I just just want to, like, get, a, get, like, a house and, like, buy a TV and a PlayStation and just, you know, just, like, just do that. Up until this point, for a little context here, too, we were at this retreat, and then we were planning to go back to live up in the mountains with our good friends. They have a, the Vista Mundo Retreat Center. So we were intending on staying there for a while. Um, and then we had another, a Tantra retreat, actually, a Tantra facilitator retreat planned back up in Mexico. So we were intending on, on still bouncing around quite a bit. And what was interesting about this desire is that it basically necessitated, like in order for us to follow this heart's desire, we were going to have to let go of some things, right? Like obviously we we're going to have to move out of the space that we were currently living in um, because it just wasn't suitable for video gaming in my reality. Well, <laughs> what and and tra transporting a big TV up there would have not really worked either. It's like it's up in the mountains. It's steep. It's like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, most of it was this was a, a small casita, which was wonderful for the and two that. of us. But if you're going to start playing video games, I want soundproofing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah. the casita just wasn't the right layout for that anymore. And um, the other thing that it really forced us to look at is like, okay, well, if we're going to do that, that means we're going to ground, we're going to have to get a place without furniture, you know, and um, that also means we're not going to Mexico then, right? Like that was kind of the choice point. So by the acknowledging this one desire of, hey, I want to play video games, this is coming up a lot for me turned into, okay, well, if we're going to follow that, then we're going to have to dissolve all these other plans that have been put in place. Yeah, and and it and just to just to be clear, it wasn't like, oh, you know, like a fancy, like, oh, I just want to play video games again. Like it was like a very strong directive pull, like like I've never, you know, not never, but like I've rarely experienced and never, except for once, not listened to. <laughs> um when my heart speaks, it's like, okay, like, let's go mm -hmm. these days. So. And we have lots of evidence of that being for the highest benefit of all, but it's never spoken on a material thing before. No, and, and it's, it's kind of strange. That's why I was kind of questioning it. I was like, what, why, does, why is my spirit telling me to play video games? That, that's super fucking weird. Yeah, and this probably resonates for you, right? I mean, we hear all the time when we're talking about material things like, oh, it's great to follow your source and follow your spirit when it's telling you to launch the business or do the course or turn left or go to this place or whatever the case might be. But there's something wonky that happens in the spiritual community when we start talking about owning material things, especially fancy material oh, things. Oh, that's ego, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you want a private helicopter or a private jet or a Lamborghini or five mansions in five different countries around the world. Like, as soon as we start talking about those, those heart's desires, it's like all of a sudden we're convinced that it's ego. And sometimes it is because let's be honest, marketing does a really good job of convincing us that we're not whole until we have the shiny new bobble. Yeah. And the, 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 the biggest way I've learned to tell the difference is like ego's always thinking about I want in the future. Hmm. Like with this thing, it was like, no, now this PlayStation must be here now. 
Like it, it wasn't like sometime in the future we're going to say it was literally like you are going to move heaven and earth and this is going to happen right now. Yeah. So it was, a, <laughs> it was a directive. Yeah. They don't always come out that way. I mean, there's things that are in my heart that are definitely like in the future things because they're not, you know, the what was it? How much does PlayStation cost? A thousand dollars? Yeah. Yeah. They're not a thousand dollar purchase. They're like, you know, a ten thousand dollar purchase or a hundred thousand dollar purchase. So like those still aren't right now things. But I know that they're still, why are you giving me that look? I don't know. <laughs> but I know that they're still heart desires, right? They're still based on, oh, this really makes my heart expand. So for me, the way that I notice the difference is that the desire isn't coming from the mind and it isn't coming from a feeling of unworthiness. It's coming from a, fr a feeling of my chest or for those of you that are sacral um, individuals in human design could also be coming from your sacral. For me, it's actually my heart feels expansive. Like it feels almost effervescent to think about having that thing. And that I know is that's, I've learned through lots of trial and error that that's my heart saying like, yes, this is on your path. Hmm. So for everyone that's like, well, how do I know? Is it ego or is it heart? That's the way that, you know, if you're tuned into your body, you should be able to feel the difference. And it's so important for us to recognize those heart desires and to be okay with those heart desires and to honor them like they're these beautiful divine gifts from source instead of pushing them away and saying, well, you're not properly spiritual if you have a Lamborghini. Like this is, that's just a judgment call, right? And that's not serving us. In fact, it's pushing us in the opposite direction because well, seeing you can tell the story, this is your experience, but like what happened when you allowed yourself to consider the purchase of that item? Well, like I didn't actually purchase it. No, but right. It's the irony of it. Yeah. But you were considering buying it. And because of that, a whole well, chain of events. Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, like we kind of went over it. Like we canceled plans to Mexico. We moved out of the place that we were in that was too small and would have been constrictive and was feeling a little claustrophobic. Um, we found, you know, amazingly a, a house in, in as kazoo, the, the, the Beverly Hills of, of, uh, Costa Rica for like a ridiculously awesome price yeah. and a four bedroom and like a beautiful view and like everything we had like basically said we we're going to manifest like it, it literally just landed in our labs which we by were, the we way were, we were literally going between the retreat and uh a tour that we were doing in in uh, in the volcano uh we had like a day and a half in the city to actually look at places Sophie had booked 19. We only ended up looking at like five or six of them. Yeah, I'm a bit of an overachiever. And like once we found the right one, we knew and we, we just, just canceled knew. all the Every, other Everyone we looked at after that was like, nope, 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 nope. This one's the best like, yeah. by, by far. Yeah, so it set, it set so I, I kind of like let the cat out of the bag earlier there, but it set a whole chain of events uh, in play that never would have happened if I didn't have that, that desire. Mm -hmm. And like the really strange thing is that once we had like grounded, once we had the place and we started furnishing it and, and I was like, okay, you know, 
I'm still gonna honor this desire. We even bought like the perfect couch yeah. for the PlayStation and for the TV and like yeah. f had the room all picked out. Like we were ready yeah. for this experience of yeah. seeing having a PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, like, so two months went by, hadn't got it yet. And I was just like, why am I not buying this? Like, I still, I was still holding the intent to buy it, but I no longer felt like that that heart directive of like, thou shalt go and buy a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so interesting on the other side because, you know, we would go to the stores and we would look at TVs and we would get excited about pricing and, you know, like there was like these big sales. And, you know, every time we looked at them, we were just like, oh, it just doesn't feel like something we need to buy right now. Like we yeah. could buy it, yeah. but it just never felt like it was like an urgent thing. We we're just like, oh, I'll just get it later. It was just not... Like, again, that heart feeling wasn't there. Like, oh, this is the thing I need to have right now. So we were just, you know, I guess we were putting it off, but because it, it didn't feel urgent anymore, even no, though the whole reason wasn't... we live here is because of, of that the, urgency. Of that, of that urgency. And and so, like, reflecting upon it, like, after the fact, it's like, oh, well, you know, spirit speaks in very strange ways. And, and, and you know, like maybe the symbol of a PlayStation just meant you have to ground, you have to build a place where you could have that. And that's gonna represent safety and security and relaxation and, and you know being able to focus on your business, which was actually a really good thing that we did that. Totally. Considering what, you know, we, we launched the prism and, and you know, we, we uh, launched the plan and then we started working on our Solomon's crypto magic yeah. course. Like. Which if you're listening to this at the time that it's released, which, you know, on Wednesdays, um, we have our last Solomon's Crypto Magic webinar actually coming out literally tonight. tonight yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're curious about um, Solomon, King Solomon, wealthiest magician and king of all time, and how we've been working with magic since July to um, yeah, like completely up level our lives, if that's remotely interesting to you, then shoot us a DM at Queen Sofima at Zen Mindhacker, and uh, we'll get you the replay. Yeah, it, it was a good thing that we we did move into this place and found that um, that like we got a lot of space here. Yeah, and what and what did we do with it? We did a bunch of rituals. We did tons of rituals. We're we had really, friends stay with us. We were really loud too, right? Like some of the rituals we're doing, like the magical incantations and like the invoking of the angels and mm -hmm. like certain names of God and all of this stuff is like, like it's, well, at least for me, I'm I'm really loud. He's very loud. When but he does breath work, I'm always amazed that the cops don't show up. Honestly, he's so loud. Yeah, But in, in this space, it's actually quite comfortable to be loud because- mm -hmm the walls are plaster and like and concrete bricks <laughs> yeah and con like so so it's like and everywhere we had of... stayed up until this point was like a condo or an apartment like you know we'd always felt restricted by our neighbors and not really able to completely let loose and that was i think restricting our spiritual growth and our evolution so having this place two stories concrete walls like you know Kind of let us let loose and, and really dive into the magic. And and I mean, just seeing what's happened into our business since then, it's like, okay, well, that's obviously what needed to happen. To our business, to our bodies, to our alignment, to the opportunities that are coming into our world. 
like even, you know, Solomon's Crypto Magic, we wouldn't have downloaded that. It started leaking into us in July. Like we started to see little glimpses of it. But the majority of the practices that we teach in that program are the practices that we perfected here. So if we hadn't had the room to play around, this program wouldn't be ready for the world yet. That's right. And, you know, maybe that's the whole reason that I wanted a PlayStation. Exactly. Right. And this is one thing that we've learned is that, you know, when you're working with the tarot cards or pendulum or anything like that, um, the universe knows what it needs you to do next. Right. If we look at like our 4D spirit, it's like it can see through time. Right. Because time's just a human reality of us being in this dimension. So it knows if you can imagine yourself playing like a board game and you're like, OK, right. I want to get myself like two squares up and three squares to the right. That's where I need to get my little playing guy. But in order to get him there, I'm going to need him to move two squares forward mm -hmm. first before he can move right. So in order to do that, maybe I'm going to dangle a carrot five squares forward so that in his process of trying to get towards the carrot, he's going to land right where I want him. And then all of a sudden that carrot's going to disappear and maybe I bribe him with a cupcake <laughs> or something else that gets him to go three squares right. So I, I hope I'm transmitting this like visual to you that oftentimes spirit, higher self, source, God, infinite wisdom, whatever words you use to describe this, oftentimes it's dangling a carrot, so to speak, for you just outside of reach because it knows who you have to become and what you're going to grow into in the achieving of that carrot is what's going to move you on your life path, move mm -hmm. you forward in your spiritual journey. And then it's like ego that kind of like grabs onto the, the carrots and is like, oh, but we wanted a carrot. So we're going to keep going. So like there was there was like probably about a month and a half there where like the spiritual directive of go thou shalt go get a PlayStation had dissipated and disappeared. But then ego had, because it's a little database, right? Ego's, ego's a computer program with a database, basically. Yeah. It had stored in its database, oh, we want a PlayStation. Therefore, we must keep taking these actions. Yeah, I'm going to remind you and over and over, over again, and hey, over this again. thing was important to you. Hey, you want a PlayStation. It's a and, valuable and, skill. And every time we went out to get one, or look at one or look at TVs. And it was it was it was just it was like an intellectual exercise because there was no feeling behind it. Yeah. Right. And then it just didn't feel aligned. So we didn't do it, but we kept looking because the database had this entry saying you need to get a PlayStation. It was like our highlight of grocery shopping for like at least a month. We were like comparing prices and looking at all the fancy TVs and visualizing having this TV, yeah. but never actually buying it. Yeah, so ego had like this sort of momentum behind it, like mm -hmm. driving the activities, driving the behavior, but because the emotional component, the emotional impulse to buy, and we all know that, you know, buying decisions are in most cases emotional. Yeah. Um, wasn't there, it didn't happen. And eventually one day I kind of looked at Sophie and I'm like, I actually don't think I want a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't really want this anymore. And what's interesting about that is I think maybe about a week later, I'm not ready to share yet. You're going to have to stay tuned into the podcast, but about a week after that realization, we had a big moment of clarity that like shifted everything mm -hmm. and explained why it didn't make sense for you to ha actually have a PlayStation anymore. Yeah. So it was good that you had never bought the damn thing. No, I would have probably just sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been a whole thing, right? So also like I don't even know what I was thinking. Like where would I 
find the time to play video games between all of my spiritual practices, all of the reading I do. Oh, and then there's like running the business and then mm-hmm. like all of the walks we do outside and adventuring, like, exploring this beautiful country that we're in, you know, my exploration of the dreamscapes. Like, I'm just like, when would I have even played video games? And this brings up a really good point too, is that we get really caught up in like the ego trying to make logical sense of our heart's desires, right? So you get this like really great, oh, I really want this thing, whether it's like a purple dress or whatever it is, right? And then your ego gets in there and it's like, well, when are you going to wear it? What are you going to wear that to? When are you actually going to play the video game? How are you going to drive the Lamborghini? Yeah, or- none of that occurred to me. I was just like, Right. Well, but you're weird, right? Most yeah. humans don't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have this idea of like, okay, well now it's got to make, especially if it's a high ticket item, it's got to make logical sense, right? Yeah. Like you want to get the fancy sports car. Well, you know, we're from Winnipeg, Canada. And my favorite thing is like, well, what's the point of having a sports car if you've only really got one month you can drive the damn thing in, mm-hmm. right? Or a motorcycle or something like that. So we have all these logical reasons that um, sabotage us is the word I was looking for from even taking one step towards owning that thing because we think that owning the thing is the goal but it's actually and sometimes it is right wow thank you for like pointing that out I didn't even realize that I completely don't have that anymore (laughs) (laughs) I was like I just thought it was like normal just to listen and and no yeah but no you're right and on reflection like looking at that None of those stories came up. No, it no. was just like I'm buying a PlayStation now. That that was just it. Mm-hmm. And it was only later, after not buying it for so long, that I was like, When would I actually have yeah, done this? There's, there's been. I mean, I'm sure if it had been again a heart's desire, you would have created the space for it. For sure. For sure. Like we would have. And I was, you know, I don't, I'm not a video gamer, but I was like, let's get some cute games and we'll like play it together and it'll be fun. Maybe I'll hit you on the head with a frying pan or something. There's a game that does that, right? What's the game? Sackboy? Is that a game? I I don't know, man. Someone let me know. Is there a game called Sackboy where you hit people on the head with a frying pan? I seem to recall that from probably about a decade ago. Maybe if the next Elder Scrolls or Fallout comes out, then I'll, maybe I'll buy it. Oh no, it's been. Spend a hundred hours burning through it and then I'll sell the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just collect dust. Yeah. Um, Oh, where was I going with that now? I actually completely lost my thread. Where were we going? Do we remember? Hang on, it's going to come back. It, it it was just it was just about like like how the the ego fabrications of like oh you can't fall you can't do this it doesn't make logical sense mm. blah 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 yeah. thank you thank you thank you I for some reason yeah whatever mind fart these things happen and to the rabbit, best of us mind fart with rabbit holes <laughs> that's the worst that's combination. combination great combination, great combination yeah. worst combination all depends on your perspective if you're the rabbit it's great oh my god that was another rabbit hole I'm always the rabbit. <laughs> 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 So the salient point here is that when you have these heart's desires, it is so important to recognize those and to honor them and to not allow the ego to get in the way of stopping you. And and here's the extra secret, you guys. Chances are the stories that are coming up about why you shouldn't have that thing are the things you need to grow through in order to hit your next level. And that's why you're seeing that specific thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your heart's always going to pull you into the into the uh, growth paradigm, right? Mm-hmm. And ego is always going to try and keep you in the safety and comfort paradigm. And yeah, 
free will dictates that you get to choose which, yeah. which one you want to follow. Uh, but I can tell you, man, the rabbit hole goes deep. <laughs> and how delightful of a world is it to think that everything that makes your heart feel like it's going to explode with joy is actually part of your soul path and your growth path to achieve or at least step towards. And if it's not meant for you to achieve it, then it'll just change just like the PlayStation did. And you'll, it'll be something else that, that steps you up and that gets you excited. But like we are here, the main reason we are here is to follow that blueprint of what incites joy in your body even if that's, actually, I would say, especially if that's a material realm thing. So this is your invitation to stop judging the fuck out of yourself for wanting the Audi or the Lamborghini or five homes or whatever, fan, or, you know, even just having like more than enough money so you can go on a vacation or, um, you know, pay for your kid's college education in 20 years or whatever it might be, right? Those things are there for a reason. And the sooner you embrace them and allow yourself to start, start walking towards them, the faster you are going to evolve on your spiritual and purpose path. Well, there you have it. Go do fun shit. Bye, guys. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.